0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. And also our lives. Folks, thank you for listening to the show. Do us a favor, rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Write a little nice review. It helps this podcast, and we thank you for it. Also, even though essential businesses are going to start reopening on May 15th, says our great Governor Cuomo in New York State, Uh, it seems like the phase in which uh, Ashley and I's business will open... (laughs) Is like probably, I don't know, 2024. Uh, It's the
1: last phase on the chart.
0: Education and entertainment is the last phase on the chart. How could you help us? You're asking? Well, we have a Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash reality blows. You hit the $5 bonus tier. That's right. $5 a month gets you two. Balonus episodes a month and i actually told me before we got we got a bun in the oven as far as a a new podcast coming out on the patreon uh, this week
1: we got a hot fresh one dropping in a couple of days a
0: hot fresh one and in this case that's a good thing (laughs) uh so folks um what have we been doing well we actually took a couple of trips in the last week that we'd like to tell you just a little bit about number one last wednesday we drove Manhattan. That's right.
1: Now, if you listen to our podcast from last week, you know that we went to Long Island. We had a little day trip and that it was an immediate mood boost. Yes.
0: We went to Oyster Bay, Long Island. We kind of walked around the bay. There were a lot of people around and uh, not a lot of them were socially distancing. And yes, Ashley had to use a porta potty And
1: it was traumatic.
0: It was traumatic for all parties because we did not remember to bring... uh, Hand sanitizer. sanitizer. (laughs) We haven't
1: left the house in months. And the one (laughs) time we did, we forgot our hand sanitizer. That's
0: okay. We're feeling okay, though. No one's sick in this house but that did happen last sunday a week and a day ago
1: so we realized we're like okay we got to incorporate this in now that we feel safe taking a drive we got to incorporate this into our lives what's next and we both wanted to go see what manhattan looks like Mm because we haven't been there for about two months i haven't been there for two months
0: yeah i mean i was there like maybe a few days after you but yeah. yeah it's been about two months and that's very odd for people who live in Brooklyn at least people like us we go there a bunch of times a week I mean we work there you know it's um, it, it's a normal thing it's kind of like our little neighborhood sometimes you think of Manhattan but it's not and uh, now it just feels like a distant world because mm-hmm. it's like they really shut that place down and we haven't been there and so we were cu- sort of curious about it we do have a car so it's like Why don't we take our little capsule pod that we call a Lincoln and drive that motherfucker through Manhattan and just to see what it's about. Let's see what this shutdown looks like. It's 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 interesting. You know, it's like uh, when
1: when is it that the city of Manhattan is empty?
0: Yeah, I mean, it really isn't. I mean, I'm sure that we weren't. I wasn't assuming it was going to be super empty, but I did think it was going to feel a little different.
1: Yeah, we got to check it out. We got to see maybe this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see an empty Times Square. We got to go see what's going on.
0: So we hopped in the car. Ashley, how did you think, when we got into Manhattan, what did you think about it?
1: I was like, why are all these people out?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people
1: there. (laughs) What is going on? But I will say the people in Manhattan they had like a way higher percentage of mask wearing than our neighborhood. Like I think our neighborhood's maybe at like 80%. I'd say Manhattan was at like 95%. I didn't see, I don't think I saw one person without a mask, except for two guys, but we'll get to them later.
0: I was assuming that it was going to be kind of like the movie I Am Legend, where like like all of the plant life was overgrown. Right. And there's like deer running through Manhattan. A herd
1: of rats going down Fifth Avenue. Um, Led by
0: one big rat in like a wizard hat or something.
1: (laughs) There was a lot of people out, a lot of masks. Um, One thing that was pretty cool was there wasn't that much traffic. And we just hit like a series of green lights. I mean, we went straight up. Well, were we on 6th Avenue? We went straight up from basically the bottom all the way to Times square
0: like housed into like really 60th street and yeah all, almost didn't hit any red lights which is very odd very uh, odd can't tell if they changed the uh, rhythm of them or it's just we were catching something good catch you cut a good green wave
1: okay i'm gonna tell a quick story nick i'm gonna tell my taxi cab story let's do it so basically uh, when i first moved to new york i was waitressing and hell's kitchen And this was before Ubers were a thing. And so you would hail a taxi cab, like, you know, step out in the street, put your hand up like you do back in the day. And then I would take a cab back to Brooklyn. And, um, at the time I was getting home at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And it was a very interesting type of taxi driver who picks you up at 2 a.m. on a Tuesday. Um, uh, usually one that likes to talk, which I appreciated because I met a lot of characters, which isn't something that happens in Ubers for some reason. I'm not sure why I'm just not talking to my Uber driver when I do, when I used to talk, have these very interesting discussions with, uh, yellow cab drivers Anyway, so one time, this guy picks me up. He was like a 22-year-old college student. He had just dropped out, actually. And he seemed he, he seemed very focused on what he was doing. And then he was like, I told him where I lived in Brooklyn. He was like, do you mind if we take this way? If we time it just right, I'll hit every green light. He had cracked the code of the streetlights in New York City. It was insane. And I was like, yeah, do it. And then he did it. And we went all the way down, all the way to the Williamsburg Bridge to take me to Brooklyn without hitting one red light. That was maybe eight years ago. And I was with a madman, okay? A mathematician madman who'd cracked the code. That's the only other time in my history in New York have I hit all green lights.
0: You know, it's weird because you actually told, we might've went on that, ride what Thursday maybe Yeah, it was when we went like Wednesday or Tuesday you told me that story I for know. the first time out of nowhere I have no idea what prompted it but then all of a sudden, we're like driving down 6th Avenue, and it's like we're hitting all these green lights. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's like your story, mm-hmm. Ash, about your boyfriend. And uh, <laughs> and I assume you dated this man? No, I oh. did not. You didn't no, da- no, no. date a man who no. knew, could hack the system like that? Uh-uh.
1: He, was, he he wanted to talk, but on a very surface level, and he seemed very much like he was working something out. He had just dropped out of college, and he was very good at math. So who knows what happened to that guy? Oh,
0: boy. God, I don't want to look him up. You, you have his <laughs> name still and his number?
1: No. Oh, okay. I don't have any information. Well, I figured he dated him. Nope. I, you know, Okay. OK, well, I got a lot of taxi stories, though. <laughs> yes. that's why Ashley's <laughs> got,
0: uh, a new, got a new uh, podcast. Taxi talk.
1: Um, yeah, you meet a lot of characters.
0: You really do. Now, I we, miss
1: yellow cabs.
0: We were riding around uh, New York City and uh, we, we just wanted to see Times Square. We saw it. I thought it was unremarkable. What about you?
1: i was excited i brought my camera because i was like nick and i can park the car we'll get out we'll take pictures we'll be in an empty Times square that's so cool and then it just looked there were people there it didn't look empty it didn't look empty enough to park and walk around that's for sure
0: yeah i didn't know that you had a plan of getting out of the car you you were like okay now park here i'm like park here i'm not (laughs) getting out no way if, I still hate fucking Times Square. It doesn't matter if there's no people in it. I still hate it.
1: If Times Square was empty, I would have forced you to come take a picture with me. Okay. But no one, but it wasn't empty. It was, there was like, there were a couple there people, were people there. Were some there
0: were people People w- walking around. Um, And it did seem like there were like tourist
1: like yeah. people, which yeah.
0: really freaked me out. Which I was like, it just seemed like there were like moms and like. There was
1: like little groups of families kind of milling about. I'm like, are people
0: visiting New York City right now I hope I would not put it past people to come and visit New York City at a time like this I can't
1: wait to get out of New York City don't come here I know
0: really (laughs) well no actually you could come here let us get out of here yeah take Uh, our apartment so then we make like we're like all right let's head back down we'll go back over the Williamsburg Bridge as I kind of start making my little turns to go back down 8th Avenue uh, I believe Ashley spotted it kind of looked over she went look look over there and I go what Two guys are fighting, and it's like, yeah. And we <laughs> looked is over. This Nick's
1: favorite thing, by the way.
0: I love to see two people on the street fighting. Now it depends whether or not it's going. I like a, sh- I love a street fight. If I see, if like people are actually fist fighting on the yeah. street, I'll watch the shit out of that. But I also really like. When people are like arguing or like couples are breaking up, it's a lot of fun to watch for me because, you know, I like reality TV. I like like the drama. I like the drama. You like a story
1: arc. You want a little something happening.
0: I want a little something happening in my life. It just perks me up. And, you know, I thought I'd never see that again in Manhattan, you know?
1: There it was to our left, two guys squaring up, yelling at each other in the bike lane. Yeah. And they had like. They had masks on, but they both had them pulled down. Yeah. One guy (laughs)
0: had it hanging on his ear. The other guy had it pulled down on his chin. And they were very. They were were definitely not socially distancing as they were grabbing each other's clothes and. Each other around. I
1: gotta say, I started like whooping. I you was. You
0: did. You but, got very excited,
1: but just because there, it felt like a normal scene. Well, Ashley thing.
0: literally started cheering. New York, New York. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just reminded me of like I don't know a forgotten time. I I feel like it brought me back pre-quarantine People time
0: pre-core and we actually double backed we t- made a turn yeah we were like uh,
1: we gotta finish we gotta watch the rest of this
0: and so we go around and we go to the corner that it was on and it's like ah, oh, we missed it and then all of a sudden some guy was asking us for change which kind of freaked us out because he got very close to our window at the stoplight and i was like oh i don't really like this this is a little too close to a human i don't really like this and then we're like i guess we missed this guy but all as of a I sudden was,
1: they spill out into the intersection yeah and
0: it was like whoa there they are yeah it was, it was great we got to see him again and then we kind of sized them up a little bit, and Ashley just decided that she was going to try to come up with some sort of a backstory on who was the who was the the aggressor in the situation. I don't know if we ever came up with it, but we did we we did look at them and decide whether or not they were um, maniacs or whether or not it was just like a classic you know, post-core, pre-core, during-core altercation. Is that what this is going to happen now? Are we just going to start fighting each other over masks and things?
1: They didn't look like maniacs. They just look like two guys. It, you guys have seen it before, I'm sure, if you've ever uh, been to a city. Just two guys, something happened. Maybe someone took someone's parking spot or someone cut somebody off on a way into a store. You know, there's all sorts of different... Uh, someone had offended someone in this situation and they were had gotten worked up to this point.
0: I actually assume that it was somebody who was defending like their store
1: see guys we can there's so many ways we can yeah, go with this and i had a lot of backstory yeah drawing. it was uh it, it definitely felt it was a moment for sure i mean that was the event
0: that happened that nothing, was the
1: big event of our week <laughs>
0: nothing nothing else happened uh during the week last week besides that that uh almost altercation yeah but then obviously yesterday was mother's day and uh also today is my father steve's birthday who's actually a new listener to the podcast thank you steve for listening to this
1: happy birthday steve
0: uh so uh yep it was my dad's birthday and you know um what we decided to do was uh visit my dad so he could uh so we could socially distance on a beach
1: this is wild
0: it was wild ashley and i with our masks on rolled up to a beach on the jersey shore and uh first of all really nice ride out there it was a nice day there wasn't any traffic i mean we used to make this trip quite a bit before in the before times before sash.
1: times yeah you know, so we're a, talking could could be two and a half hours we knocked this out in like what an hour and a half hour and a half which yeah. is about
0: as good as you could do it uh how did it feel going over the Veronzano bridge again taking it was that great. road the bqe the,
1: the soprano soundtrack started playing in the background <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. felt good
0: it was cool so then we visited uh we first visited with my dad and uh it was really um kind of nice we kind of spaced our little chairs out
1: um, you Lovely know. to be on the beach. It was nice to be on the beach. So it- wonderful. We were sitting six feet apart. It was weird, though. And I'm not, you know... I, it was strange to show up in New Jersey on the shore, and there were so many people not wearing masks. I, I, I don't want to harp on this. I don't want to, but it, it did seem strange. And then when we walked... On the boardwalk, at one time, at one point, a guy looked at me and said to his wife, "You know, if they're wearing masks, they have COVID, right?" Yeah. So you know, things are a
0: little backwards <laughs> out was... there in in Jersey. Uh, I, I, it does not surprise me. I've imagined these people in New Jersey are feeling like they're being held captive against their will. It seems like that's a, a mindset that is happening at some places in this country. I, I understand how you could feel that way. Without having the correct information to back you up. Again, it's
1: just interesting coming out of Brooklyn. You know, it's people who listen to this podcast like you guys aren't all in New York. So this is sometimes when I'm talking about this experience. Like we're all having this right. We're all feeling like this on the same page. Um, That's probably not what's going on with you.
0: Put it this way in our neighborhood, which I will not complain about any longer. If you are not wearing a mask while walking around the street, it does not. We're not talking about in a store. We're not talking about in a group of people. I'm talking about just walking down the street by your lonesome you don't have a mask over your mouth and your nose you are looked at as a strange person it is uh it is a little weird now in near in new jersey it seemed like the race was flipped yeah it was flipped
1: bit. i'm laughing because i realize we talk about masks a lot on the pod well, this
0: is the life <laughs> we're living you guys are listening to a podcast in like the terror dome from coming from the terror dome right now
1: live I mean, reporting from the terror dome. I, it's
0: all we can do i mean we don't have any other way to uh, escape it i mean but that, but, we did.
1: Know, but we did but we escape. did
0: we did escape we went to new jersey and uh, uh we sat on that beach i was wearing shorts but we were also wearing hoodies now i'll tell you right now i can feel it
1: i got a little sunburn on my knees knees Red knees. Nick's got red knees. Do Nick's you, have, do you knees. have any sunburn? No. I was so covered up. And like <laughs> I put on sunscreen and then I was also wearing pants and like long sleeves and stuff. It was a
0: little windy. You know, we had a little sandstorm going at some points, but it was just nice to be it. by the ocean.
1: I will never, ever again complain about being exposed to the elements. Every time that sand hit my face, I was like just loving every second mm-hmm. of it. Loving every minute of it. I put my feet in the water. It was ice cold. But there were like people like swimming there at were one people point. Swimming. There was a family that went out and swam
0: i'm at i'm a, swam, swam. <laughs> they swammed
1: they swam. and then we saw someone kayaking and she got flipped over yeah i mean she made it back to the shore don't she worry did. but it was just interesting seeing people in the water because it was very very cold
0: ain't gonna catch me near that water folks too cold for your boy but I you had did shoes walk socks out on.
1: you did walk out on the beach and yeah. shoes which is a huge achievement for you when i met you you wouldn't even go near a beach in shoes you were like i gotta have flip-flops on or crocs can't get the sand in my shoes
0: Quarantined has changed my outlook on things. There you go. Okay, and I also wore a pair of shoes I didn't care that much about. So that's the two. Well, the two that's things the secret. That so it was a lot. I was. A, it was a lot of fun seeing my dad. My sister and her boyfriend came out. That was really nice to see them. We were all sitting, you know, far away from each other.
1: Yeah, it's it very interesting to yeah. be spread out like that. I find now that when we interact with people, because we've interacted with people a couple of times, sure, I laugh so much. I'm so giddy to be around other people. Do you feel? Like the difference of being like next to someone. I mean, not next, next to someone, but like.
0: I'm a little, to be honest, I'm a little in my head about it um, mm. when I'm with, when I'm around people.
1: Tell me more. Yeah, What's I, going I, on? I
0: just kind of feel like it's uh, odd to be speaking to one another. I don't feel like I'm, am I, is it wrong that I'm, I'm talking to a stranger or a person I'm not quarantined with? There's a lot of that kind of going through my head while it's happening, but yeah, for the most part, it's an enjoyable sensation, um, and uh, I I did I had a good time. After that, we did another kind of odd socially distanced thing. We drove to my mother's house and we had some food with her um, and my sister and her boyfriend and my grandmother. Um, so Do- shout out to Donna and Ginger and Gabby and Chris uh we spent a lot of time with i hadn't seen them in a long time either and we we my mom has a porch and so uh we kind of all socially distance on the porch i mean it must have looked crazy i mean people walking by i i get it you know people we already mentioned people weren't really it wasn't the norm to really wear masks or maybe at least 50 50 but people walking by looking at this porch where there was that many people sitting like far away from each other with (laughs) masks on talking
1: yeah we were all very spread out. It kind of reminds me of, like, um, one of those castle walls where it has, like, guards every 10 feet almost. Like, yeah. we were the guards of the porch.
0: Yeah, and just the masks on the I, I had to, like, it was normal and very nice to see my family. It's yeah. been months since I've seen my family. But uh, to to see them, and we're all sitting in this weird kind of, it, it, it made it a little bit more real or maybe even surreal for me. Because when I see you in a mask and we're walking around or we're walking around our neighborhood and people are walking around in masks, it just seems like... Kind of normalized at this point, or totally. or, yeah, or yeah. I'm in my cocoon. But to be in New Jersey and see like my whole family sitting on a porch, in which we've sat on so many times, but now we're all really far <laughs> apart.
1: You were eating your pizza on like a stool, like off to the side. Yeah,
0: like we got some pizza, but we all like had to find our own <laughs> way to like you like plates and areas to. to, I, got to I got the table. I actually got the table. I did
1: feel a little guilty that I got the that's table. okay. I
0: liked my little stool okay. thing I was using. Um, you know, I'm I'm used to a snack table.
1: Um, something I want to say about New Jersey. Jersey is that once again we ran into I think what is going to be a reoccurring issue in the rest of our life which is that we got to the place we needed to get to and I had to use the bathroom oh
0: god it's just it hits <laughs> you and you're like oh shit what is gonna happen here
1: but this time we remembered we brought like so much hand sanitizer and gloves and so we were prepared we, brought,
0: we I know we talk a lot about masks <laughs> but we bought new
1: masks we bought new masks we have so many masks in the car we were very prepared for me to use a public restroom um and then Nick had the Right idea that I go into Petco. Um actually Pet Smart, excuse PetSmart. me.
0: Petco is where the pets go. Pet Smart's where the pets fart. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Pet Smart's
1: yeah. where your heart's at. Nope. That's no. okay. where the pets fart. Pets heart. Pets fart. Um because they have a bathroom. They and, do have
0: a bathroom, which I had used before.
1: Okay. And so we're thinking, let's avoid that Target. Yeah. Okay. That big Target is going to be full of people. We saw that Walmart last week. We know what's going on. Yeah.
0: You guys know that we, we turned away from a Walmart <laughs> in Oyster Bay, Long Island, based on the line, folks. Yeah.
1: So we go to this PetSmart, and I go into the PetSmart. Not that many people in there. I felt good. Didn't see anybody. Go to use the bathroom, and it's literally a wall of kitty litter that they have stacked up to stop you from entering the bathroom. And it said, rest streams are closed Uh, so then i was like okay i guess i gotta go to target went into target and it was so peaceful okay use the bathroom in target there weren't that many people in there everyone was keeping a distance i thought sure why don't i pick up a couple of things started
0: shopping she can't pick up a couple of things we need lit
1: rollers nick wants some almonds you know
0: i I did want some almonds once i found out that ash i stayed in the car you know and uh once i found out ash was gonna go shopping in there Um, Go
1: shop That's a little serious I mean that's a a, a dramatic I was
0: like yo Can you uh, Since you're going to be in there Can you get me my Blue diamond almonds Yeah That that, uh, are flavored With uh, salt and vinegar
1: Nick's favorite thing On this planet
0: It's my favorite thing It kind of leads Into a little something I'm not going to harp on Because it is something That we do talk about Traditionally a lot On this (laughs) podcast Is I am back on my diet folks That's right
1: Yeah congrats
0: Cutting out carbs Cutting out sugar I'm not going crazy I'm not doing anything That's going to make me Feel like I need to flip But uh, I think uh, Ashley You can attest to the fact that it's been a non-stop party in here as far as the food goes for two months.
1: Doggy, I have gained 10 pounds. Have you I gained 10 pounds in quarantine? I have gained 10 pounds in I'm not in weighing two myself. Months.
0: But I'm sure it's 10 pounds. That's not healthy. Yeah.
1: But, you know, it is healthy. The glow on my skin after I returned from Target, I was grinning ear to ear. I walked yeah. in. Nick said, wow, you were in Target for 10 minutes. It's made your week. Um, It was just really nice. I, I hate to say, I, I don't like corporate corporations in general, but there is something very calming about being in like a planned store and there's just a sense of order. And it took me out of the chaos of our our world that we're in right now. So Guys, I don't know. I guess go to Target if you're feeling bad.
0: Stay out of Target, guys. You, we don't need you there. Only if you need to get essential stuff. But Ashley needed to get those lint rollers. <laughs> she needed to get what else? Did you get chapstick?
1: Yeah, got some chapstick <laughs> and some face wash. I guessed that. By some the way. breakfast bars. Good we job. Got some
0: breakfast bars. Um. So, uh, yeah. I mean, New Jersey was really nice. We hung out. We had some food. We drove back. Uh, at Lily, we came back. We had been gone for like you eight guys, hours. This
1: is wild okay because we've left the house together twice we went to long island and we went to new york before the new jersey trip and we had left the house for like two long- three hours right 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 you know maybe three and a half with long island
0: long island was probably three or four hours sure
1: so we get we for the new jersey trip we were gone for like what eight hours
0: yeah i mean yes we left at 12 basically and uh or no we left at 10 45 11 yeah, yeah. And, and what time did we roll back in here like 8 30 8 8 o'clock yeah. yeah so i mean about eight hours about a full work day
1: full work day lily could not believe it she couldn't
0: believe what she had happened. was
1: so pissed we get to the door she's sticking her head out which is wild lily pretty much avoids the front door except if she is like mad at us she'll pop her head out and kind of yell at us when we're leaving yeah. or when we come back she heard us coming up the stairs. Was standing at the door waiting. What happened when you opened the door?
0: Well, when I opened the door, she started yelling at us. But like, she, she looked like she was yelling at us. But she also looked like she had been sleeping. <laughs> like her eyes were like trying to adjust to like the to the light. It was it was kind of like if you ever like snuck back in to your house and wake up your mom by accident, like when you're in high school, and she's mad at you, but she's also just been woken up out of a sleep. You know, yeah. she's like, "What's going on? What time is it? <laughs> Where have you been?" And then sees the time. And it's like, it's 8 p.m.? You guys were gone for blah, bling, blong hours? She doesn't know time. So she thinks blah, bling, <laughs> bling, blong is. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about my mom, not Lily.
1: You know what's interesting is I've seen her when the two of us are home, I've seen her w- like get up and go to the like front door area when you are walking up the stairs she knows your steps
0: i got a heavy step
1: so she must have been dead asleep and she was woken up by your steps ran to the front door starts yelling at you looks at me yeah she's doing like a blink you know when cats sometimes do like uh like both eye blinks but at different times like well, she
0: was it was like if somebody was trying to adjust to the light I yeah. Think, yeah
1: and then she got lippy
0: got a little lippy yep. with us, and
1: then we fed her and she hung out and was chill <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: she's she's just like one of us crazy
1: all you gotta do is give her some just, food
0: ne- sometimes you just need some food and then you're like all right i'm sorry about what i just said there i didn't yeah. need any of that uh-huh.
1: um In other news, we've been watching so much Survivor. I mean, I know we talked about it last week, folks.
0: You, there's no avoiding. I mean, I guess there's it's no fine. avoiding. We it. do a reality show podcast, so this is what's happening yeah. in our lives. We are just watching Survivor.
1: Sometimes a show gets us, and we can't let go, I and mean, that's what's happened.
0: I don't know if a show has ever gotten our goat like this, though. I, I, it's incredible. I mean, I we sound like such like herbs. I, 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 I just, feel like I like,
1: get now why there's so Survivor
0: many- is good. It's like yeah. <laughs> Yes, I yeah. can't
1: believe it took us so long. We have a yeah. reality. Have television. you guys ever seen
0: Star Wars? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we get it. We're late to the goddamn party. yeah, but I mean, we were really ripping through it. I mean, the last time we talked to you folks, we talked about how we watched uh, Millennials versus Gen X and we watched Heroes versus villains. Yeah, and
1: then we watched One world
0: we this is new folks. I mean we we just we just creamed a season of uh, Survivor One World because Ash and I, both were kind of infatuated by the player Kim on the 40th season and, and mostly the lore of it. You know, there's a lot of things when you do some research, you hear a lot of people sort of, um, you know, putting, putting, uh, Kim on a pedestal as far as the game she played in the single season that she played which was season 24 Survivor 1 World and it's a season in which uh, at first they split up the men and the women tribe so that's sort of the hook
1: I gotta say I was drawn to Kim on uh, this 40th season before I knew the lore because I loved her shirt Okay. You did love
0: her shirt. She's
1: got style. And I was immediately like, I'm rooting for her. Okay, and that's just how I work. Um, yeah.
0: And so I started hearing some things. Ashley started hearing some things about Kim. And we're like, let's watch that next season next because uh, she's apparently a very dominant player. We watched the entire season. Yes, folks. I mean, it's an incredible season if you're just looking to see one person pretty much just dominate in the perfect way that you'd want to dominate Survivor. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's fantastic. Now, here is what is a um the
1: a bonus treat w- w- so One hold on say? i have a question yeah Ash.
0: you were giving me some sort of hand yeah signals i was like there. don't
1: say who wins yeah
0: it's winners at war she's on and i, sh- know, I but said still. it's a single season <laughs> still she won survivor 24 i don't want
1: you to spoil anything
0: okay well that's spo- spoiler <laughs> alert she won ashley's giving me signals like come on folks nobody you're not you're either not watching it or you already saw it
1: it did come out in 2012 yeah so but you know what you know what came out a few years after that what who done it and if i had known (laughs) who done it i would have been upset i'm starting
0: to think you done it i did it based on how much you bring who done it up
1: i played um clue by the way i want to tell you about that later well we'll get we'll
0: get into that i do want to say this is what what was the most interesting part about yeah this this
1: blew me away so
0: ash and i blew me away why i don't know if you know what i'm gonna say but i'm curious ash and i started uh watching this season because we wanted to see kim and uh put on the thing and Lo and behold Kim's number 2 on the entire season goes through the whole thing a very integral part of this this season this random season of 40 seasons that we could have picked uh was Chelsea from Southern Charm folks what in the world how could we be living in this world, and not know that uh, Chelsea from Southern Charm was that integral in a season of Survivor. I mean, we knew she was on one. I had no idea what season. But as you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that we binged Southern Charm. I guess Southern Charm was the last thing that was Survivor-like for us in our yep. world,
1: right? There you go.
0: So, uh, I mean, and and I don't know if you guys remember, but I am, uh, for one, a huge Chelsea fan. I, don't, I think Ashley could take her or leave her. Is that right, Ash?
1: I like her. Sometimes she does things that bother me. But I do like her, and there she I. I there she was. Wow, and all of her twenty-six-year-old glory. Okay, catching chickens,
0: catching chickens, um,
1: being listed as like um like medical sales rep or something, something as her like job. That. I was like, I thought you cut hair. Uh, her dad, who we knew from Southern Ken, Charm, I believe his name was Ken. Or he something? made an appearance. Yeah. Chelsea was great. So happy to see her. I do like Chelsea. Just sometimes she tells men to man up, and I don't like that. That's yeah. it. That's it. It's tiny, but I. And, and Chelsea's in my top 10 reality television personalities. She's
0: great. I love Chelsea. And uh, I was very happy that she was on this season. It, it was like a added bonus of yeah. this where I was like, oh, shit, we're going to be able to watch this. And it was fun. I mean, she was featured quite a bit on the show. You got to see some of her personality. It was nice to see. It was also brought to my attention by Ashley that we saw Kim on Southern Charm.
1: I couldn't believe this. This blew my mind, okay? Because Kim, I, I started looking at the Kim-Chelsea um, friendship that develops on the show. And I found some things out about it on Reddit. And then someone was like, Kim was on Southern Charm charm now you might remember this as the episode where chelsea debuts the house that she bought and remodeled it's a very fun episode everybody gets drunk in the yard it's where i learned of that game where you um you stand around a log and everybody has a nail and a hammer and you try and nail stump yes Mm -hmm. and you try and nail the uh nail into the the stump and if you miss you have to take a shot is that how it works something like that yeah anyway on this app um chelsea's showing us her apartment And she has a friend in the kitchen who uh, is unwrapping a vase that has been ordered. And um, she's like, oh, don't you like it? Yeah, I love that color. And under this woman's name, it says Kim, Chelsea's friend slash interior designer. Now, when we watched that episode originally like six or seven months ago, I went on a deep dive, found this woman's Instagram, looked through it all, became very acquainted with her family and her style, thought she was very cool, completely forgot about her, cut to seven months later cut to present day present day seven months later and she's one of my favorite survival survivors of all time so uh when you saw
0: her on one world or like you didn't recognize this person at all didn't recognize even her you had done nope. a deep dive yeah it's interesting she says that she's like uh during that time when she did survive her the first time she was in she owned like bridal salons
1: yeah
0: um, and now she's an interior designer I guess that's what happens when you win a million dollars you're like all right I'm gonna Ooh. do something different here. and
1: I love her aesthetic you she's guys great. yeah she's great and she's cool and Chelsea was there it was very exciting
0: she's very cool um and uh, we watched that season the season was I'll be honest the season wasn't the most exciting season in the world but that's based on the the gameplay that Kim, that Kim was uh, uh, showing on the show. It was, she had a tight knit group of people. She was playing them like a fiddle. It was a fantastic season. If you're looking to see like a dominant player. Um, and, you get to see Chelsea if you're in Southern Charm, so I recommend that season.
1: So we're watching a lot of it. I can't stop dreaming about it, by the way. Every night I have a dream about Survivor. So I decided I should apply, okay? My mom told me a long time ago, Ashley, you should apply to be on Survivor. And I thought, now that I'm so into it, I'm like, why not? Why not just apply to be on Survivor? So I tell my mom, okay, this is about a week ago, I say, hey, I think I'm gonna apply for Survivor. And my mom is like, nah, don't do that. And i <laughs> And I was like, but you told me to go. You're the original one who told me to go. And then she sent this back to me. Uh, I'm just going to read it verbatim because Nick said it. I needed to say it on the pod. <laughs> it's funny. So I said, you told me to go. You're the one You know, who, who even planted the seed. And then she says, yes. But then last year, remember, I called you and told you that, no, you can't go. <laughs> Also tell Nick that the second runner-up gets like 100000 and tribal council can change, and there might just be two people left. La- Wait, no, that's not the thing I wanted to read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also, why don't you call me more, and I want to send you something about...
1: Okay, here it is. Here's what she said. She says, the game strategy on Survivor is crazy. Baby, you cannot go on there. Your skin will be burnt on day one. Every bug in the place will bite you and will scratch your foot and get infected, and then you will start vomiting and crying. Just trust me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, Ash, do you think... That, that has swayed you away from trying to be on Survivor.
1: Nah, I'm ready to go.
0: I th- I think you're trying to be tough here, but when we were watching the one of these episodes, you're like, okay, I can't do it.
1: There's something that happens on like the second episode of One World where the gals don't have a tarp or a fire maker, and Chelsea's hands basically swell like as, as if she's in the bathtub because it's raining so yeah. much. And I was like, Well, man, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah.
0: So now we gotta figure out what seasons to watch. Um, we did have somebody on our uh recommend a few. Yes, seasons. thank you for
1: that. Someone like Left a very nice review and recommended some seasons to us. Yeah,
0: I don't uh well we, we're going to take those into consideration 100%. I, I mean, mean,
1: I think we can it's safe to say we'll definitely watch those.
0: Oh, yeah, we're going to I we Probably we're gonna a, watch, we might whole, watch them all, we I might guess. Watch them all, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's very exciting right now, I think. And I think that the reason we're so juiced up is because this Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, is the season 40 finale where they're giving away two uh, million bucks yeah. to the Soul Survivor. And uh, very, very excited for that. We are definitely gonna watch that. Um, and we are definitely gonna report back on that. So if you guys are interested in our Survivor takes and all that stuff, definitely tune in for next God, week because wait. we're going to be doing a, a, a little, um, we'll probably have the whole show be based around the because it's a three hour finale, you know? So that's what we got coming up next week. Now, the fact that we were talking about reviews on podcasts, but we're yeah. also talking about survivor. I want to tell you, I want to uh, tell you something, Ashley. something that I did. What? That I didn't tell you about. What? So I am watching these shows. I do like supplementary, uh, content. Um, so when I when I'm watching things, I, I like to have a second thing to oh, watch right. Afterwards. right, right so right. much like we do our recaps on on uh on the Thursdays yeah. for, for the challenge from the night before. Um, I like things like that when I'm really into stuff. Uh, you know, I, I watch a bit of pro wrestling. I do like people analyzing what's going on. There's some people I like there. I watch um, you know, uh a lot of um uh, I, I really.
1: Uh, Baby, you're just explaining fandom and like yeah. I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Also, I like commentary <laughs> tracks. That's what I was about to say. I like commentary tracks on DVDs. So. I started seeking out a bunch of sort of Survivor stuff. And believe me, uh, the reason we're not immediately switching this to be a Survivor podcast, because if you think that there's enough challenge podcasts out there in the world to deal with, there's about triple the amount of Survivor podcasts. Yeah, And there's also, we have no information based on the fact that we're like, we like Survivor. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we're like four seasons in.
0: So it's like, we wouldn't be very good. Although I have thought about a podcast where we find somebody who's a Survivor super fan to just be on our podcast and teach us the way of Survivor.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Because I kind of feel like that's something that I am looking for. Yeah. I need some people to go to like start with season one and go to season 40, where somebody who's never seen these things before being like, Tell me about why this is important. Yeah. And then the survivor or super fan kind of explains.
1: So we could also just do that work ourselves and watch all of them.
0: Yeah, we could. But, you know, it's fun the dynamic on a podcast that, you know, you're teaching me, but you're also teaching our audience. That's at true. So that's what I'm looking for. So I've been looking around trying to sample some of these survivor podcasts and listen. And I, I've listened to a bunch of them. Now, what I did is I listened to one, and I kind of enjoyed the podcast just based on the analysis of the last episode and their opinions on things, and I've liked a lot of these, to be honest, but this one, um, I just kind of scrolled down to just see what the reviews are like. I always like the check on reviews. And I noticed that this particular podcast uh, had like, you know, 300 reviews, you know, they're doing okay in the review department, but they're rated like a 4.5. And I'm like, why? I wonder why that's the case. And I looked and there was like a couple of five stars, but then there was like a run of like two, one to like three star uh, ratings all based around the people who listening to the podcast disagreeing with a, a certain opinion huh. that the podcasters have. And it's it's based around edge of extinction. About the podcasters don't like the edge of extinction aspect of um the show. And they, I guess, a couple of weeks in a row, maybe harped on the fact that they don't like it. And all of these bitter Survivor fans being like, it's part of the game. If you don't like it, then stop watching one star.
1: Oh, my God. Rating
0: this shit one star based on the opinions of a podcast, a free podcast that people are listening to. And so I went. And reviewed that five stars.
1: Good job, babe. And
0: I wrote on the review, I said, I'm a new, I'm a new, you want to read my review? Yeah,
1: pull that up. I think I have it here. I love that.
0: Uh, Yeah, here we go. So I wrote, I wrote, good stuff, new listener, only reviewing because it seems like some of you fools are rating this show one star based on some opinions of the hosts on Edge of Extinction. These folks are giving away content. Low ratings can negatively affect a podcast. Edge of Extinction is part of the game. If you don't like it, then stop watching. Please apply this logic to podcast too.
1: Five stars. Boom. Good job. I'm going to
0: shout this podcast out, okay? Uh, this is the, Sur- uh, the Survivor Specialists podcast um with they have two hosts i don't know their names i only listened to one podcast i thought it was a pretty good podcast but i just want to say right now folks for you people who listen to podcasts at home do not rate a low star rating on a podcast that you like or you listen to just because you disagree what i would do is rate it five stars or rate it four stars and then go hey guys if you guys uh i'll I'll give you the fifth star if i feel like you guys are taking your feedback Creatively, but I I even think that's crazy.
1: Yeah, just just enjoy free content, or don't, (laughs) or don't
0: listen to it. I I just can't believe these people, and it's just like it's just an opinion, folks. That's all. But I'll tell you, that is maybe the first time I've ever rated a podcast that was not my own, and
1: that's how much I
0: respect Survivor. That's That's the first
1: time you're asking people to rate (laughs) our podcast five stars all the time, and you've only rated one podcast five (laughs) stars.
0: Maybe I should cut that out.
1: Wow, I rate podcasts all the time
0: um so if you guys want to check that it live in the flesh go check out that podcast and you could see i'm the first review down there
1: are you saying you haven't like rated your friend's podcast five stars no not at all wow no i have actually i actually have i'm talking
0: about like something that i the thing is i will rate somebody's podcast that i know five stars and give a nice little review and then never have listened to the podcast before yeah which I actually have a few of my friends podcasts I'm subbed to them and they like download automatically download onto my phone and then I notice it and then I delete the download yeah
1: you quietly <laughs> delete that's what it's called I'm still, what... Give,
0: I'm still giving them the download I'm still giving them the sub that's
1: what I do with my uh, friends newsletters you just quietly delete okay sure. you don't ups- unsubscribe you, from the list you
0: can't folks you just you just can't
1: I have re- I have never written a bad podcast review um, I wanted to really bad about a podcast that I Got too involved in. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. I was joined on all their groups, I followed the hosts on Instagram. And something happened on a podcast that was really the straw—the you know the last straw on the camel's back—that really made me want to. Uh, did I say that right?
0: It's the straw that broke the camel's back, <laughs> but it could also be the last straw. You on looked camel's at me back. in a
1: way where you were like, "Dog, what did you just say?" Guys, it was
0: the last straw on a camel's back.
1: Okay. Um. So basically, there's something happened on a podcast episode, and I was like, "Wow, did not like that." And in fact, now that I think of it, I haven't liked all these other things. And I wrote out a letter. I was going to email mail it to them and you know what I did I just let it sit in my drafts for about a week and then I deleted it and I unsubscribed from the podcast and I felt fine
0: yeah yeah sometimes all you gotta do is just voice your opinion in your own head yeah I just, just wrote it out
1: sit. I said is this worth it just and I said nah sit. why don't I just unsubscribe
0: so I mean all that being said what I would like for you guys to do is like contact us our, we must have Survivor fans out there I mean the person that um, reviewed our podcast and yes. by the way reviewed it with five stars hell yeah and then put a point they <gasps> said hey uh, Survivor's great here's a couple of seasons and also uh, we I really enjoy I started listening to you guys based on your challenge content don't stop doing that hey we're not gonna stop doing challenge content Content. never uh, no we love the challenge we love um, it. and it's so, it's completely different from survivor and uh you know but we do this is our like new fandom yeah and just personally like i would like you guys to like recommend us like seasons and tell us why we should be watching seasons i'll be honest is, because we're watching sorry ash no we, go ahead. because we're watching winners at war we do know a lot of the winners of the seasons. yeah it's kind of a weird way to do it but we've learned by watching one world and by watching a couple of other seasons that it actually isn't terrible to know the winner of Survivor. So don't don't worry about ruining things for us. Obviously, you don't have to, like, shove spoilers in her face. But, like, I'm just interested in, like, really good gameplay and really great seasons of Survivor. There's a bunch of lists out there, but there seems to be, uh, after, like, maybe the the one and two spot, there seems to be a lot of differences in opinions on yeah. what to do. Um, But we're interested in it. I mean, I'm sort of, I know Ashley isn't, but I'm sort of interested in, like, what's the first great season of Survivor? And I'm not talking about the first season okay i want to i'm talking about strategy intrigue you know double agents alliances like what's the first really where survivor hits its stride because the earliest we've jumped into was 20 and that's halfway through the the history of this mm. show so give us anything I and mean, you could do that at reality blows uh pod on Twitter uh reality blows podcast on instagram or email us realityblowspodcast.gmail.com, or drop a goddamn review on our podcast and let us know but Really interested in that.
1: You know, you were talking about we don't mind knowing who won. I feel like that. I don't care. I know what happens at the end of Harry Potter. I'm still going to read it, okay, again. And again and again and again. So I'm okay. I'm I'm ready to watch all of the seasons we've watched. I'm just obsessed with Survivor. And I'm excited when quarantine is over to find out who in my life is also obsessed with Survivor. Because I know my friends who are obsessed with the challenge. It's like a secret little group. We have a language. You know, we talk amongst ourselves. But I've never really brought up Survivor before, and no one's brought it up with me. <laughs> I know. So there's got to be some friends I have that are hardcore Survivor fans.
0: Um, you know, what's interesting is, like, it does give me the feeling. Um, like, there's a Jim Gaffigan joke from his Comedy Central Presents, like, his first half hour, where he, like, when people see a movie, late, like, way later. And, yeah. And uh, where he's just like, uh, he's like, hey, I just saw Heat. Yeah. He's like, you mean that movie from twenty years ago? Yeah, but I want to talk about it now, you know. And to me, that's kind of how I feel about Survivor. Where I'm like, I,
1: I do feel very late to the game, but you know, like you like when I got into the challenge. I found out which one of my friends liked the challenge because I literally brought it up all the time, and I think that that's going to happen with Survivor. And yes, I will get backlash from being uh, so late to the party, but you know what? I'd rather go to the party than not show up at all.
0: Yeah, baby, you got to get to that party, man. Fashionably late. Are we fashionably late? I
1: think we might be past fashionably late. <laughs> Did we show lateness? up and
0: people are like, "Hey, we're cleaning up here." Yeah, what's, what's <laughs> that going guy on? puked.
1: Okay, everybody's gone home. Yeah. We had to evacuate.
0: Uh, we're gonna take a break right here. When we come back, we watched uh, an episode of two different. And they were not survivor folks. Yeah. Uh, We watched uh, Worst
1: Cooks in America. uh,
0: In America, Celebrity Edition. Uh, We watched that last night live on Food Network. Um, Oh, I don't know why, because Johnny Bananas is on the show. Also, Sonia Morgan. So I, that was a surprise to me. It was uh, an interesting show. Uh, we watched that last night, and then afterwards, we followed up with, what the hell
1: is the name of that show that we watched? <laughs> Win the Wilderness. Win
0: the Wilderness, which is a BBC show, also a Netflix original. Um, don't know how that is the case, but we watched the first episode of that. And We're
1: I'll gonna- tell you what, one of these shows made me really think. Can't wait to tell you which one <laughs> after the break.
0: Okay. We are back. Uh, Ashley, why don't you introduce the first show?
1: The first show that we watched was Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition. It's hosted by Anne Burrell and Tyler Florence. Apparently, Tyler Florence has a uh, a history with the Food Network show. He used to have a show on there about how to boil water. He wrote a book called How to Boil Water.
0: Yeah, that was like his show, like like Emeril Lagasse Live. Mm. Uh, You know, that was this was his like flat like like uh. Foot in the door as far as being a celebrity chef.
1: Nick remembers watching it as a kid, so that was I exciting. Do. I do. I
0: remember watching it. Probably not as a kid. Probably like I was probably like twenty or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do remember seeing it on the Food Network. I also remember he had like some partnership with Applebee's, where like around that time you'd go into Applebee's and like he had like curated the menu. Right,
1: and people called him a sellout.
0: I think he was called a sellout. Because
1: how could you how could you be a grand chef and partner with Applebee's? Mm. Okay, so let's just go through the list of people who are going to be on this. Celebrity edition. First up is a man named Wells Adams. He's from Bachelor in Paradise. We've never heard of him. We don't know anything about him. He seems nice. He made something called Portuguese lasagna that uh, stuck to everyone's plate and looked like paste.
0: Yes, it was disgusting. And Ashley kept saying it looked like diarrhea.
1: Next up is Johnny Bananas. And he is the reason we're watching this show because. Yeah. And this, is, this speaks to him as uh, a reality person. He promoted it a bunch.
0: He promoted it a bunch. Also, the fact that he's on the show is kind of crazy. How come he's the only person from the challenge that we ever see doing anything?
1: He's got a great agent.
0: He must have a great agent. I mean, he's got that first look thing on NBC that's on yeah. at like 3 o'clock in the morning on like Sundays or something. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I'm not too sure why, how he is able to spin this into getting like personal appearances play, or appearances on different shows. I mean, this is definitely... Like that first look thing that he, he, I think it's called first look. It is. Yeah. So that to me, even though it's a show that he hosts, like nobody's watching this thing. I don't
1: know. It's, it's gone through, I think it's on its second season. It's after SNL. We've never watched uh, it. That is true. I mean, but it's, it's,
0: and it's like, okay, I'm not too sure why it's exciting to see. I guess he's kind of like a physical guy and he's doing like crazy physical things on the show. I don't see him being a great presenter or host. I don't feel like he's a charming personality. Mm. I'm unsure on how he's been able to spin this into more than just being on the challenge in his career. I guess because he's been on it long enough. Don't you think CT would be more interesting seeing him on certain shows? I
1: would love to see CT on a cooking show. I would truly enjoy it if he was in this position as well. Wearing an apron, saying cute things. I mean, Wes is...
0: Unattractive. Let's just say that right now. I'm sorry, but he is. You have to be. Johnny is kind of a handsome guy. Yeah. You know, he put, he's put together Traditionally. well. Traditionally. I just feel like they should get, a CT should have had some of these opportunities. And I'm disappointed that he hasn't because he's well, as just as big as a star on that show as Johnny is.
1: You don't know that he hasn't had those opportunities. He might have just chosen not to do them. Can he not talk? Maybe that's what's going is on. Is that what's going on? He just doesn't
0: want to talk on camera.
1: Listen, I do want to go through the whole celebrity list, but I do have something to say about Johnny while watching this show. I'm going to get into it now in case I forget basically we're watching the show because Johnny is on. And when he comes out, when they're introducing everybody and I see him like in the kitchen, I would say for the about, I don't know, the first 15 minutes, I was excited. I was happy to see Johnny. I realized in that moment that, um, I actually like Johnny. Okay. Which is pretty crazy. I I, I really ride the line with him on the challenge between not liking him and liking him. And I thought, that secretly down in my heart i didn't like him but when i saw him in this other element i immediately was pulling for him was excited to see him felt like there felt like being like that's my guy that's my guy there's, you my, know? Dude. there's my dude my well,
0: dude." it's I, kind of like you know you can be talking to somebody or you could like see somebody in like know somebody in high school yeah or from the town where you're like i don't really know this person that yeah. much and it's like eh, i did my
1: friend they were you know, kind of mean to him
0: we don't really hang out but then you're like in a foreign country and you see that person you're like, yo, what's up, man? We're best friends now. Yeah, how's your mom? (laughs) Yeah, that's how you kind of feel with Johnny Bananas is you're like... Uh, this guy kind of sucks. But yeah. then you see him off of the challenge, something you're like, whoa, Johnny? Yeah. You know, it's it does feel that way.
1: And then I had like this real, I went down the Johnny Bananas thought hole and not to bring up Survivor again, but like Johnny is the villain. I would, I, I think he's the villain on the challenge. Would you agree with that?
0: I would say for the majority of the seasons, yes. Yeah.
1: He plays into the villain role. And I was thinking about who plays into the villain role on Survivor. And it's just hands down, it's Russell, right? We just watched Heroes versus Villains. Yeah,
0: Russell is definitely a villain. Yeah character
1: he's a villainous character and i was like now why does johnny bother me and i'm excited by russell's villainous behavior is what made me this is the thought process i was going through with johnny and i think it's because i feel like johnny is attractive and he's kind of a bully And the way that russell's just like conniving okay and cutthroat johnny is like an attractive bully which is what i was like that is why he bothers me i would say that also not to talk about survivor so much okay 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 but
0: also that the gameplay in survivor you can t- you can tell the gameplay that's happening. Right. It's a little bit more murky on the challenge. There yeah. is gameplay happening, but yeah. if somebody isn't in an interview being like I was ta- I started this fight with this person because I want to get in their head before they get into the challenge tomorrow. Like Okay, that makes sense. But when you see it happen, it just looks like a drunk person like prodding another person who's like at their end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when, when like Johnny is like pouring like, you know a, a, a cup of water on somebody's head while they're sleeping
1: right or telling them that everyone in the house hates them and that they're a snake or refusing to ever pronounce their name right and that being a storyline like right. in rivals three it's just like being he's like a bully so,
0: but th- but then you can kind of be like well i guess this is part of the game because he is trying to get in their heads or he's trying to provoke them to fight so they get thrown off the show something like that yeah where you're like okay i kind of understand this but it's definitely not like laid out like it's a game but it just looks like a bully in a house making fun of somebody when Russell is making moves right. and clearly he's being kind of villainous, but it's like, wow, yeah, that was like a dirty-ass move, but, like, God damn it, he's smart for doing that. He pulled it off, man. Yeah, you don't ever say, like, God damn it, Johnny, like, that was a dirty-ass move, but I am glad that he hid somebody's sneakers. Right.
1: Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad he took the toilet seat off the girl's bathroom. I
0: was kind of glad that he did that. Come on. That was a fun prank, but,
1: that's yeah. So that's what that was the thought process Johnny I had. Johnny is
0: also, he is unlikable, is, is another thing, and that's then why-, why
1: why is he so liked by know. challenge fans?
0: I don't know. Cause I kind of feel like challenge fans might be like shitty. No, like, I, 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 I don't know. No. We're not. And the people that we're friends with aren't. And the people who other reach people, out to our yeah. show and listen to the show seem to not be.
1: I think any show that is successful will have, you know, a group of people who like the villain that we don't agree with. Also, I think that's what it's coming. This
0: franchise to. is way more bro than other reality show franchises. The challenge, okay. So yeah. like, you know, the 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 show begets the fans, right? You know what I mean?, uh, so like the 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 super fandom of like real housewives franchises tend to be women who like to see sort of women kind of live their lives and kind of get messy. And so they are sort of mirroring like the the culture there, you know? This is a broy ass show.
1: It is. They've and been it blowing used, stuff up all season. It
0: used to be way broerier. I I would say like the format of the show this season yeah. is broy, but it used to be way broier back in the day when it was just like a bunch of dudes like making fun of women. It's mm. definitely the odds have been more equaled, yeah, uh, for everybody. But back to Johnny being on on this show, that's why it's like I see him on this show and I'm like, oh, is Johnny just gonna be like sweet and nice? Because on first look, he's like a host and normal and nice god damn it was johnny an evil villain on this show he was
1: so obnoxious so So obnoxious my happiness to see johnny lasted about 15 minutes and then i was like oh he's being a dick to these people i kind of feel
0: like also like this is kind of my lifeblood the challenge so it's like He's the representative of yeah. MTV's the challenge. And yeah. it's like, mm, he's annoying everybody and everybody thinks he's childish yeah. and being an asshole. And it's like he's hogging
1: camera time. And everybody's camera like, time. oh, that's where they're gonna get all the shots. Yeah. That guy. And he's just like messing around. He's not even trying to cook things well. Wasting
0: food. There Wasting was, food. There was a moment here for, where he put on a Benny Hanna hat you know like a hat that you would see at like a hibachi grill Mm -hmm. chef
1: like a tall paper hat
0: and and everybody's like where do you get that hat i think he brought it from home oh my
1: god and then he took eggs
0: out of a carton and started flipping eggs to try to see if he can get it in the hat after like the fourth one he lands one in the hat and people kind of cheer out of like what else are we supposed to do he's just broken eggs all over the floor yeah and tyler the host looks at this guy like he wants to kill him
1: yeah and he did reprimand him later in the Episode, but like getting back to this um, Benny Hanna hibachi chef thing going on, he clearly planned this. Okay. He clearly was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in there and do this bit, but it wasn't entertaining or done well. It was, it seemed to annoy everyone except for one contestant who really liked it. We haven't said her name yet.
0: Sonia Morgan is on the show. And yeah. Wow. I mean, talk about the housewives and the challenge mixing. I mean, this is something that I never thought would happen. Um, I mean, Sonia's one of uh, she's an all-timer yeah on Real Housewives if you're not f- familiar with the franchise she's on New York And she is one of my favorites of all time.
1: And she immediately clicked with Johnny. They were drinking. They were drinking. Johnny made everybody drinks, which we learned from the bartender was just straight vodka. Okay, so (laughs)
0: all you need to know about Sonia is one, she likes to drink, she likes her drinks. And number two, she likes her men. Okay, she likes young, handsome men. Yeah. And she is just the ultimate flirt. She was flirting with Johnny. She was flirting with the
1: medic that came in after she cut her finger. (laughs) She
0: cut her finger and she was like, couldn't even get the words out because she was so uh She's intrigued. like, you're the manic? By the way, this guy looked like... <laughs> he just looked like a guy. He also looked like he had like a patchy hair. Like he... he something, ha- something was going on with this guy where he looked not like he, the most handsome guy in the world. He just... This is just what I th- find incredible about Sonia is it doesn't matter as long as you're breathing and you're near Sonia Sonia is going to make you feel like you're the sexiest man alive and it's I thought really he, I wonderful. thought it was just a
1: guy. He had a good smile. He I fixed guess. up her finger. She had to get a butterfly stitch. She was acting like he was like a, a like a fabio or something yes like it, a underwear guy, model
0: this guy was not fabio he, he was a, not he was a medic he, on was, a TV just a guy. Set. he was just a guy <laughs> he looked
1: just like a guy um and then something that happened with them is that they like johnny and Son- sonia they were flirting back and forth and i think at one point and i could be wrong about this it happened so quickly and it was live tv so i could not rewind but i think johnny like patted her on the bottom with his little hibachi um what do you call this thing the tool the flat tool spatula spatula
0: Dude, I'll tell you what. I don't know if we want to get it out there that she that he smacked Sonia on the bottom. But maybe
1: gave it a little pat.
0: Let's just say it's an allegedly thing. But <sighs> Ashley's pretty damn sure she saw some some f- shenanigans going on. And, and Sonia didn't look like she was upset about
1: it. Who else was on the show? Glad you asked. We got Dave Coulier.
0: Dave Coulier. Everybody knows Dave Coulier from... Uh,
1: Fuller House. Fuller House.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Full House. And, uh, you know, he's a comedian. He's also apparently a private... Uh, pilot
1: yeah he's a pilot and then he's also a clearly a voice actor he wants to get some new voicing uh jobs because he was working out a lot of characters a lot of
0: characters i mean even johnny made fun of his dad jokes which johnny's full of dad jokes johnny
1: was like dave coulier uh, has aged well but his jokes haven't and then johnny proceeded to make like a your mama joke and i was like wow wow Um,
0: wow 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 wow. Also on the show, we have a uh, comedian, a uh, cabaret star, Bridget Everett was on the show, who honestly was very delightful on Yeah, Bridget show. was great. She's probably the best person on the show. She was funny, but she also looked like very earnest, like she yeah. earnestly wanted to be there and win, which is pretty important to this show. And I believe that's why Johnny pissed me off.
1: Johnny pissed me off too, because they are playing for $25,000 to donate to a charity. Yeah. So watching Johnny play so seriously for money that's going to benefit him and then just being like a complete jackass on a show where money he goes to charity i was like this guy gosh, someone should be smacking his butt yeah really. bring, spanking bring your butt over here give I'm him a, a spanking it um next on the list is robin Givens. she's apparently in a couple of uh, shows
0: two shows right now yeah which is pretty crazy yeah? she's great she one brought... of them's on the own network uh yep. the oprah winfrey network um she was seemed like maybe she shouldn't have been on the show based on worst cooks in america she looked like she kind of could cook a little bit right she
1: whipped out a delicious looking soup yeah. that i wanted
0: it was uh it, it was it was not bad um but uh and she was also pretty she was she was cute on the show she just was really like uh, interest. She was really full of anxiety and seemed like she really wanted to do well. And she said that her 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 two sons were um 20
1: and 26 the
0: reason why she was on the show they said she should go on the show yeah
1: and she was just like She's she was, I immediately fun. liked her yeah. i w- immediately was rooting for her same deal with bridget where there was like an earnestness there they clearly wanted to do it a good job and
0: then you have an- another person who really wanted to do a good job was comedian and actor brian possein was yeah. on the show and he seemed like really like i need to learn how to cook so yeah. that's one of the reasons why i'm on this show and um he's he also didn't seem like he was interested in any of the shenanigans that was going
1: on he didn't seem to like johnny and He
0: did not seem to like Johnny. Um, I mean, they're really polar opposites. Johnny's the guy that would have bullied Brian Posehn in high school. You know what I mean? So I can completely understand. Brian Posehn's whole thing is he's a big nerd. And Johnny's whole thing is I'm a big guy who makes fun of nerds.
1: Right. And and like I said, Johnny did get his – he did get a little – you know someone put him in his place so, a little well, so bit I th- at the I th- end i'm not too sure
0: what else we or can even s- point. say about the show because i guess it's going to be every sunday until they whittle it down it's an elimination process but uh after the first round where basically you take your 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 dishes you sit down everybody like a, like a family goes around and eats everybody's dishes they got to the johnny's dish and i guess they just Tyler didn't appreciate like
1: the shenanigans. The
0: shenanigans and it showed in the plate like he didn't even give a shit.
1: He burnt stuff. And he and...
0: he told Johnny he was like, "Listen man, I'll be honest, you're going to be the first person who we're going to take the open away unless you start taking this seriously." And yeah. it was like, "Whoa."
1: It had been all fun and games until that moment and I was like, "Okay, he's dad Clearly, he's dad and Johnny is son.
0: Johnny also reacted kind of like son. Like, he kind of seemed disappointed and shaken.
1: Yeah, he, like, sat up a little straighter.
0: It was wild. Yeah,
1: it was really probably the most interesting thing that happened on this episode. Totally. It was an hour and a half.
0: It was 90 minutes for some reason.
1: Not a two-hour app.
0: Did not need to be.
1: Um, And I guess another thing that was interesting is that Sonia tried to cook lamb, um, lamb ribs lamb chops or lamb something in a toaster oven which was confusing she also kept cutting fish with scissors which truly made me want to gag and i'm sorry i had to share it with you she was
0: really awful uh her
1: cooking was awful she was entertaining overall i will not watch this show again
0: oh wow you really just hit us with it yeah I don't think I'm going to watch this show again
1: either. I, I think that if Johnny had actually like tried to be on this show and not like goofed around and, and all of that, I might be invested in seeing where it goes. But he kind of like put me off and I don't know.
0: If Bear was on this show, would you watch it again?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other show we watched was When...
1: What is it called? It's called Win the
0: Wilderness. When the Wilderness, which yeah. is a bbc show that i guess got bought by netflix Mm -hmm. they're calling it a netflix original premise of this show is there is this
1: let me explain it i got the little synopsis right here follow six british couples as they compete for the ownership of an extraordinary home in the alaskan wilderness situated over 100 miles from the nearest road the three-story property is the home and legacy of Dwayne and rena osi The married couple who spent over thirty years building it. Now both in their seventies and with their children unable to take it on, the OCs are searching for a couple to inherit their life's work. Is that how you would say their last name? OCs O S E S? Who knows? Who
0: knows?
1: Ooh, doggy, this show, huh?
0: I'll tell you, we were really excited. About, I was excited about this show because it was a new show and it looked like a survivalist show. And and I don't know if you guys heard, but we're really into Survivor.
1: <laughs> we can't stop talking about Survivor. This looked like Survivor and the Challenge combined. You're competing outside to do tasks for your survival to see if you have what it takes to survive in the Alaskan wilderness. If you do, you get this cool-ass house, dog.
0: You know, something else that's going on here is, I believe, because we've been so quarantined in our homes, the idea of like getting off the grid and living in the wilderness is very exciting for we're me. We're into it. Might have something to do with why we're connecting with survivors so much. Mm. But it's definitely uh, was one of the reasons why I wanted to watch this because uh, I've been thinking a lot about my life since this whole uh, flu thing. And I'm also like, do I want to live forever and ever in a concrete jungle or do I want to see a tree well, again I mean, in my life? you
1: brought up a good point when you were talking to your dad a couple of days ago and I overheard you say, if you want nature, you have to walk in a cemetery. And yes. that's what—that's our reality at this moment.
0: Not a, Not a lie here. Not trying to be funny like when we want to actually see a nice you know setting like see some trees see some, some qu- trees squirrels a grass and not be <laughs> inundated, one single
1: piece of grass
0: not be inundated with people there's a cemetery a few blocks away and we can walk through it it's the
1: only thing we got
0: it's the only thing we got folks uh remember uh, patreon.com <laughs> first.
1: we did go to a park last weekend i think for a second we both immediately had meltdowns got
0: weirded out although we did see <laughs> p- pigeons courting other pigeons
1: that was awesome
0: i mean let's take a break really quick and talk about <laughs> that, that was
1: very cool. We'd never seen that before. Um, so this was after our Times Square visit. We went to Greenpoint. We wanted to see also like what Williamsburg, Brooklyn was like because that's kind of a, a hot spot in Brooklyn. See if that was empty. We ended up going into this park and we were like, let's just do a loop around. It's open.
0: Park in Greenpoint.
1: It's open. Let's just do a loop. We strapped on our masks. We put on our gloves. We walked and we were just, we were were just we were just walking around right towards the end of the loop. We noticed that these pigeons were like, one was chasing after the other, and then every now and then he would put his tail feathers down and rake them along the ground to create both wind and noise. And then another one would scurry away, and then he'd immediately look at another pigeon and do sort of the same thing. I had never seen this before. I had never seen the tail feathers descend, scrape along the ground to announce, "I'm coming and I'm horny." Okay, yeah, I mean, that's really, clearly what was going on? So
0: horned up these pigeons. It yeah, was, it was wild. And we're like, "Well, spring has sprung," you know? It sprung. That's what's going on. We here. didn't even know. Life goes on in the pigeon world
1: so basically as you can tell as we sat there and we watched these pigeons try and mate for a little while we're starved for nature so we popped on um in the wilderness
0: i'll say this right now the pigeons courting uh each other was more exciting than this show wow
1: it failed really hard i don't know was it because we were
0: like so like was I was, were you just waiting for these people to start politicking and, and creating alliances? Because it is a competition show and, and yeah. the, the house that they're going to win is pretty incredible and the people who built the house who were giving this up
1: They were interesting. They were interesting but
0: I would actually just like to watch them live. The guy had honest. an
1: eye patch. I want to hear the story exactly. about his eye I patch.
0: I mean it, it's, it's in a part of Alaska that you have to take a plane to get to. Yeah. It's,
1: they had it, to build their own like uh, what do you call it landing strip yeah. for the plane. The, the couple seemed cool and they seemed like they could have their own show because they were making jokes they were. Um, but what happened for me? And this is when I knew I wasn't going to like the show. And I don't know what this says about me. But their first task was to build a tent and start fire. And then they all just did that. Yes. And I was like, oh, everyone did it. There was no problem. They all worked together. And I was like, you guys are competing with each other. There's no trying to sabotage. And um, no one had any problems. Yeah. Like it wasn't, there was there was no struggle.
0: <laughs> put it this way. In the first episode, they had to build shelter. And the way that they did that was all the teams teamed up and, yeah, and helped they, each other. Yeah, they were
1: given axes and, like, everything they needed to build a tent. Yeah. And we were like, okay, cool. This was
0: not spicy enough for us at the moment. And we
1: didn't even learn how to build a tent. Like, I think I would be – that's what I liked about that show. Um, What was that show we watched where the people came after us? Uh, Homestead Rescue. H- Homestead, yeah, Homestead Rescue. I like that because they're explaining what they're doing. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, this is how you build a water irrigation treatment. Sure. This was just like, okay, guys, go build a tent and then you see a couple shots and then they're like, we all build our tents. I also think that the
0: The cast that they chose were were just not interesting enough, in my opinion. Well, they
1: had one couple that started to fight a little bit at the end, and I was like, "Oh, they might be something."
0: I mean, it's I'm not. We just didn't watch another episode, and normally we would have watched. There's only like four or five episodes. We would have watched two. We
1: didn't get pulled in.
0: We just didn't get pulled in. Ashley like begged me to turn it off at a point. She was like, "Get this shit out of here," and I was like, "Okay, I think we're done here."
1: I wonder if we had watched it first. If we would have watched another episode after an hour and a half of the uh, celebrity thing. And then the Win the wilderness, I was just like, I'm done. Really? I want to be watching Survivor or I want to be asleep dreaming about Survivor. And that's the (laughs) problem. Okay, that's what Survivor has done to me. And I'm not sure what we're going to do.
0: We're going to watch more Survivor. We got
1: to start below deck or something. We should put a Bravo show in the mix.
0: I mean, I have so much Bravo that I have to catch up on.
1: Dude, Um, it's over. It's over for you. No, it isn't. It's over. You're so behind, and you bring it up that you have to all this Bravo to catch up on, and I think you should just let it go. No, I'm
0: waiting for certain things to hit Hulu, so I don't have... The problem is I have to watch them with commercials, and I just can't do that. Mm. So I think I'm going to have to start watching the last season of Vanderpump Rules that's airing now or maybe just ended, um, because I do love that show, and I know all I have to do is pull the trigger on it and I'll get hooked. So I will have to start watching that, and maybe if I can find... That somewhere where I can't watch commercials, it'll be a little easier. But I think I'm just going to have to pull the trigger on it and start watching it with commercials.
1: Sarah, uh, she did her taxes. My friend Sarah, um, we'll leave her last name. It'll be anonymous. But she did her taxes and she realized she had spent like mm, $1,000 just buying shows without ads for from the Real Housewives Sa- franchise. Yeah,
0: Sarah... She- um, yeah, she, I, I remember her talking about the fact yeah. that she buys them on iTunes. Yeah. And I don't know many people that do that.
1: She's just like, I don't want to wait and I don't want to watch commercials. She buys them.
0: Yeah. That's How wild. much are they? Like five bucks an app
1: or something? No, now? I think they're like $1.99 or $2.99. You're
0: like, oh, that's <laughs> nothing, baby. That's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> but you add it
1: up. If you're doing all the franchises, really? it's like a grand a year. Nick, are you going to watch that show, Win the Wilderness?
0: Oh, man. Should we
1: give it another shot? Did <sighs> we judge it unfairly? This is what it's got going for it. It's got the the woods, it's very cool, Alaska is beautiful it's got this old couple who seem like they have a story and i want to hear it and it has survival in it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like why wouldn't we just watch another season of survivor gotta watch survivor dog <laughs> you
1: gotta watch it
0: folks that's been the podcast thank you so much for listening do us a favor you can follow us on social media on instagram you can follow us at reality blows podcast on instagram you can follow me at nick Maritato on inst on twitter twitter twit Twit to tweets you can follow us at reality blows pod you can follow ashley on twitter at at Reality Blows Pod, <laughs> Ashley
1: mean, P. Roberts. That's
0: right. I'm I'm I'm, I'm slowing down. Follow hey,
1: on. you know what? You can follow uh, my <laughs> Instagram, Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Roberts. You know, follow us. Where can they email us? Reality Blows Podcast at Gmail dot com.
0: That's right, folks. Remember, th- <laughs> Thursday, we're going to have our, our next uh, recap for the uh, episode of The Challenge that airs this week. We're really enjoying the season. Please catch up and listen to our podcast, and too.
1: thank you guys for everything.
0: Yeah, you guys are great. You guys are our lifeblood. Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Bye. Bye.